you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Confidently Flawed. Brooke and Danny and Ted Zotos joined with us again this week. If you missed last week, we were joined by life and leadership coach Ted Zotos, and we had an incredible conversation about hope. And we've just got, like I had promised, this is a three-part series on just the conversation of hope and habits. And this week specifically, we are going to talk more about habits. But if you did not get a chance to go back and listen to last week's episode, I strongly encourage you to pause this episode and go back and listen to that. It's a really great just introduction to Ted, a little bit about him, and then the first conversation of just hope and how that is just, it's such a powerful conversation. So go back and listen to that. But This week, we have a new subject on habits. So Ted, welcome back to Confidently Flawed. Hello, my friends. How are you? So hopefully you listened to the last week's episode on hope and then created a habit or two that will help you with your physical and or mental self. And that's really what it's about is to be hopeful with you, number one, because if you can't take care of yourself, you won't be, you can't take care of anyone else. So that's really the key to all of this is you have to always be mindful and love yourself. Love yourself, love others, and love what you do. So that's where this, this hope and ha- this lesson comes about. So you're supposed to create a, a habit that will help you with your physical and or mental self. Like I said, no more than two. Um, and let's see how our friends did. We'll start with Brooke. Brooke, what was your your habit and how'd you do? Yeah, so my habit was kind of almost an extension of something that I've really been trying to work on in the last few months, which is helping me with my hope. Um, and that's just reading and not only just reading the Bible more, but studying the Bible more. Um, having a notebook out where I'm actually not just reading just to read. I'm actually really um, absorbing. And I, I in the past, was challenging myself to read um Tuesdays and Thursdays a chapter but I want I, I've challenged myself to spend every single morning with the Bible and like you know reading the word and um challenging myself to read one chapter and I am currently in the book of John reading a chapter every single morning and it's been going well and so um that has been my habit and I um yeah it's been going good. So you're giving yourself high high marks. Yes. So yes, this kind of this kind of kicked your kicked your 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 habit of reading the Bible to be a bit more consistent. Correct. Yep. All right. Well, congratulations. Keep it up. Thank uh, you. Hopefully, it continues on. We'll we'll be with each other another week, and we'll check in next week as well. Danny, what was your habit, and how are you doing with it? So I have two, um, and I'm doing well. They uh, so both are family oriented. So you mentioned last week. Somebody, I forget what they're doing. I think it was, I think it was leave work at a certain time, four days a week. Um, and mine's similar to that. Mine is uh, a dedicated, hundred percent dedicated hour a week to my wife. Generally, going to be like coming home, having lunch with her, uh, maybe finding a babysitter, even though our three kids are wild and nobody wants to watch them. But 
uh, so, some type of dedicated time that, that I will do at, at least once a week. And then my second one is very similar, but it's going to be doing an individual kind of date with my two older kids um, once a month, each each one, right? So maybe once every other week, we'll, we'll take one of them to lunch or dinner or go do something fun with just just them and I or, or mom and them or, or what that looks like. But because I am a workaholic and it's hard for me to turn it off, um, I need to like almost put it as as a habit or as a task like this to you know, just kind of keep me focused on it. Right. Right. So remember, schedule everything of value. So if it's important that you need, you're going to read your Bible, you need to schedule that time. So whatever the time frame is, if it's a half hour, you have to put it on your, if it's your phone calendar, whatever you use, if it's, if it's an archaic paper and pencil, whatever it may be, it has to be something that is user friendly in your life, not in anyone else's life. So whatever whatever technique you're going to use, give it a try and continue your hard work. So congratulations to the two of you. There you go. All right, let's talk about continuing our habits. And, and like I mentioned, these aren't going to stop. Hopefully these can, these habits continue at least for 30 days. And then they become just part of who you are and what you do. That's the whole idea behind a, as remember, I call, I call them promises. So these promises really are solidified in wet cement in 30 days, but then it hardens in more like 90 days. So give yourself the grace of time to continue on. And if you're not doing great, that's okay. Continue, continue, at least start it and go with it. I have many clients that want to do uh, a bit better with their promises. And that's why I'm there to help them because I meet with them and they have to look at me and say, hey, How's it going with with your with your promises? No, not too good to, this week, Ted. And we chat about that. And we talk about resistance. And what's the resistance in your life that is not allowing you to uphold your promise? Because you created this promise. No one else did. You created the promise. So I'm going to try to give you some insights from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Many of you perhaps have read that book. Everything that I, I give my clients or I share with them is usually in a one-page summary. And it's done by productivitygame.com. And we'll put that in the in the notes. So this is a one-page summary of the book, Atomic Habits. And like I mentioned, with some clients, we'll actually do a book read because they're interested in something. And that's part of the training. My, my coaching will do a We'll do actually a, a book talk and then have some actions that go with it. But this is a one-page summary. I'm going to go over, if you're not familiar with James Clear and the Atomic Habits, hopefully you get an idea about it now. And then you can also look in the, the show notes for a one-page summary. So he talks about if you've ever failed at any of the habits or created a new habit, it, it's, it's for usually... It's these four reasons. It's not. But these four reasons are a must when creating a habit. It has to be obvious. It has to be easy. It has to be attractive. And it has to be satisfying. So once again, you don't have to write these down. We'll actually have a copy of it in the in the notes. So if you're writing feverishly, everything I always talk about, there's always a handout. Remember, that's the teacher in me. Hmm. I don't want you guys writing a million miles an hour and not listening to the content. So just listen to it 
And like I said, you can play it back on the podcast and or you'll get the information in writing. So number one, remember, it has to be obvious, easy, attractive, and satisfying. And he actually comes up with four laws of behavior change. So this is failing to abide by any one of these laws means you'll fail to adopt a new behavior. So that's pretty strong. His four laws of behavior change are as follows. Don't have an obvious daily cue to exercise. Don't have an obvious daily cue to exercise. You'll forget about your new healthy habit and stick to your old one. These are things if you don't follow, this will create (laughs) issues. Don't have an easy exercise routine. You'll perform an easy and familiar routine instead, like watching TV. You'll just go right, you'll fall back to what's easy for you. Don't find exercise appealing. I mean, you just don't, it's not attractive to you. You'll resist exercise enough to avoid it, uh, to do it consistently. So the example here is really with exercise, obviously. And then another example here is don't get immediate feedback satisfaction after exercise. You just don't get it. You'll lack the motivation to exercise uh, and, and do it consistently. So that's really if you if you don't have these four ideas that to create a behavior change, you just won't do it. It just so it has to be obvious, easy, attractive, and satisfying. So here are two strategies to make your new and productive uh, habit easier and better. Like for instance, exercising, cooking, writing, reading, whatever it is. How to make it more obvious? easy, attractive, and satisfying, so it may turn into a daily habit. So there's something called stacking and starting. And once again, this all comes from his book, Atomic Habits. You've probably used habit stacking, and you don't even know it, to build new hygiene habits without realizing it. So as a kid, when you flushed a toilet, the habit that would join with it was washing your hands. So you'd go to the bathroom, flush the toilet, your parents, wash your hands! So it's like a thing in your head to say, okay, once you hear the, the the toilet flushing, you're done. The cue then is for you to wash your hands. Hopefully. Hopefully. Until you go yell, hey, did you wash your hands? And then they run the water and nothing's happening because they're playing a, the, the water game and nothing's going on. And Sam, don't play the game. Wash those hands. Habit stacking involves using an old and reliable habit as a trigger for a new one. So when you stack a new habit onto an existing one, you use the momentum of the old habit to make the new habit easier uh, to to initiate. So think of uh, riding your bike down a hill or going up uh, uh, up high enough on a on a, uh, on a hill to actually with minimal pe- pedaling. But if the hill is a new habit, is too daunting. So you're trying to go up this hill and it's too hard. You're going to say, you know what, I'm out. And uh, within two minutes, you'll stop. You'll just stop the the actual new habit. So he comes up with something called a two-minute rule. And and James Clear says, even when you know you should start small, it's it's easy to start too big. When you dream about making a change, excitement inevitably takes over and you end up trying to do too much too soon. The most effective way to uh, is to counteract this tendency is to use a two-minute rule, which states, and this is the key, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do it. When you start a habit, it should take you less than two minutes to do it. So example, let's say it's reading. 
and you want to increase your reading. So you read before uh, bed each night becomes read one page. That's it. You're not going to read the entire book of John. It may just be one page. Do 30 minutes of a yoga. Nope. All you got to do, take out the yoga mat. Let's say, let's start easy. So let's not worry about the 30 minutes of yoga. Let's start the, let's get the mat out. I like it. Another one, study for class or a test. Maybe open your notes. That's the, that's number one. So whatever it is, it's starting. It, that's the two-minute rule. Uh, fold the laundry. I hate the fold. I hate doing the laundry. I'm not even going to go into that. So <laughs> that's not going to be one of those. That's, that's, no, that's not one of the habits. That becomes <laughs> fold one pair of socks. So you have positive momentum by folding one pair of socks. Next one. Last one. Run three miles becomes tie my running shoes. Put them on. That's it. Put on the running shoes. Forget about it. You know, I've heard that the story, the, the heaviest weight in a gym is usually the front door. It's usually the front door. You have to get up to go to the gym and push that front door open. That's the heaviest weight. So that's stacking, starting, and his two-minute rule. Next is sinking and scoring. Um, and let me let me go a little bit into this one here. Um he mentioned in his book about Ronan uh, Byrne. He actually is an electrical engineer, study, a student in uh, Dublin. And Ireland knew that he uh, should exercise more. Um, so he used his engineering skills to synchronize his stationary bike with his laptop. He wrote a program, and the rest becomes history because what do people now use with their stationary bike and laptop? It's a huge market. <laughs> Who sells it? That's that's a question. Are you talking Peloton? There you go, Peloton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he invented it or not, but that's really what it's about is to, to try to uh, sync exercise with something like his favorite shows. This That's what he did uh, to make it more palatable. He wasn't the starter of Peloton. So you need to enjoy something while executing a healthy and productive new habit. So you have to enjoy doing it. So something that you enjoy doing, you'll have to link it to uh, the new habit. Um, so it could be, I always allow myself to enjoy my favorite protein cookie if I'm at the gym. Or maybe you after you work out, it's a protein cookie. Um, I allow myself to listen to my favorite DJ while I'm writing the uh, scripts for my videos. So whatever it may be for yourself, that was the example he gave. It's something to actually sync the new habit with something you enjoy in order to get started. And synchronizing is really just a great tool for building a new habit. That's when you keep score. So on a calendar, that's why with my clients, it could be on the phone or a journal. Whatever the habit is, they'll put the habit and they'll put their strategies and they'll have to actually check it off on the day they're supposed to do it. And if it's a daily thing, they have to check it off on that physical calendar. So that's the part called synchronizing. You actually have to, you have to create a device that allows you to track your success, whatever that device is. And you may already have something like that, but that's an important part to creating a, a habit. And that's really it. So that was kind of the insights from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, like I mentioned, the one-page summary will be in the notes. And I wish you success with your habits and these ideas 
and never really have any more than two habits. It's just too much. Your mind won't allow yourself to really be successful with more than two. One or two habits, and that's really it. And then once it's already part of who you are and what you do, then you can stack more habits. So that is it for habits. And my friend James Clear, continue with your habit one or two, whatever you created. And we'll see you next week to kind of sum things up on how you some tips that you can keep, how you can keep your promises and or your habits. That's it for me. You guys have a great week. TED Talk out. Thank <laughs> you.